1: Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts.
0: Welcome to 100 Yards of Football, our NFL game preview. It's the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. If you like the video today, please come in and share it. I surely appreciate it here at on 100 Yards Football. I'm Mr. Football, Vincent Turner. is joining me always in breaking down these Falcon games. A gentleman that started the royalty in the history of Florida State. Don't make no bones about it. You can go to check the tea leaves. He started tradition where it's at now. He was a first-round pick in the 1981 NFL draft. Me and him clash heads all the time with the best draft of all time. But when I start looking at it, <laughs> 81, Lawrence Taylor, Ronnie light, Hall of Famers. And most of all, when you look at the Atlanta Falcons football history, the one thing I respect about this gentleman, he played with them his entire career, which is not happening on any level. And he's a true Falcon. He bleeds red and black. Based on I don't want he know where I'm gonna go today because me living in the Atlanta area since 1996, I don't understand the media and other people how they're so negative to the Atlanta Falcons. But you know what? I heard before this season 4 and 13. I heard 3 and 14. (laughs) I heard we should have took N'Kobe Dean. (laughs) <laughs> but I'm going to let Brother Butler break it down. But I'm going to say this before I bring him up today. Out of Del Real Beach, Mr. Bobby Butler, who always tells me the best football is played down there in South Florida. Look at the Falcons now, three and three. And all I can say to all you people that's over here peeping, smiling faces, smiling faces. Beware of the. <laughs> My man, Mr. Bobby Butler. How you doing, sir? I'm doing <laughs> great, man. Doing
2: great, man. Enjoy the introduction, man.
0: <laughs> yes, sir. Talk about your Falcons, man. Very, very impressive win over the San Francisco 49ers. And I don't want to hear about the 49ers had people out. That happens in the National Football League. But, brother, you have the flow, you played it at a high level, and you can you better to tell us than anybody out there.
2: Well, you know, Vincent, they're they're playing old school blue-collar football. You know, and and, and I love it because there's a formula in the game, we talk about it all the time on this show, um, that works and it will continue to work throughout the history of the game of football. It's called um, it's called clock management. Possessing the clock, running the football, bringing the physicality to the game, wearing the defense out by the fourth quarter, where they bending everywhere you want them to bend. You know, Arthur Smith, listen, y'all go ahead and give him credit. The man is doing a phenomenal job with the talent that he has. And I'm going to say that, with the talent that he has. We are in a rebuilding uh, time in Atlanta. But yet and still we see this team moving forward. And, 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 and Vincent, what I like about it, they have an identity night now. Their identity is physical, hard-nosed football. Line up, let's smash, let's smash, I'll smash you, you smash me. But you know, most of the league don't want to play that kind of football no more. But at the end of the day, you know, we they're highly successful doing what they do, right? So I want to start out like this because we know what's going on. We know what Carter Patterson is still out. He's on injury reserve. But while he was here, we know what he did. 58 attempts, 340 yards, three touchdowns, 5.9 average per touch. Bruh, Bruh, that means you give him the ball two downs and we got a first down, right? (laughs) And And then some. But he's out now. And what do you see? Caleb Hunter. Tyler Algier, stepping it up, making it happen. Vincent, I always say this, and you've heard me say this a million times. You're probably tired of hearing me say it. <laughs> when you get to this level of football, running backs and wide receivers are a dime a dozen. Yes, sir. I say this all the time. Why do I say it? I hope. Let me just clarify why I say that. Based on my personal experience, I came in the league in 1981. We had uh, two running backs, one by the name of William Andrews. Y'all know who he is, Falcon fans. You you didn't get any better than him. Williams was one of the top three running backs in the league at that time. At the same time, Lynn came from USC, rushed for 1,000 yards. We had 2,000-yard rushes in the same backfield. Okay? Fast forward to 1982, my second year. We drafted a guy from Arizona State named Gerald Riggs, first-round pick, 245 pounds, a beast that can run. Well, he sat the bench for a couple years, and William got hurt. Well, Gerald went in, did a great job, and to this day, still an all-time leading rusher in Atlanta Falcon history. But then he went down, and there was this guy from Appalachian State, wasn't even drafted by the Falcons. Wasn't even drafted by the Falcons. Came in and made the Pro Bowl. Young man by the name of John Settle. All right? Then Gerald came back and assumed his role, Pro Bowler. Then next thing you know, he's gone. He's in the Washington Redskins. And we got a running back by the name of Eric Pegram from the great state of Texas. He came in as a special teams player. And everybody went down. He went in and almost made the Pro Bowl. So on experience alone, anybody, if you're playing on Sundays, if you're playing on Sundays, most of those guys just need the opportunity to show themselves. Sometimes the hierarchy, you can't get in because you got veteran players, you got first-round picks, and you're sitting back there playing special teams. But when they go down, you have your opportunity. So running backs and receivers are a dime a dozen. You can get them anywhere, especially in Delray Beach. You can go down there right now, Vincent. Right now, what time is it? It's about 1041 Eastern Standard Time in the a.m. I got some homeboys down there drinking beer right now on the side of a store. Someone right now. If you had to call them up, they can give you 100 this Sunday. I'm just telling you, running backs and receivers are diamond dime a dozen. So let's say this, because we know that, let's say this. Let's give a big applause. I want you to clap with me. Let's give a big applause to these guys that play for the Atlanta Falcons. Drew Dahlman, Elijah Wilkinson, Jake Matthews, Chris Lindstrom, Caleb McGarry. Those guys right there are the guys in the trenches. That's making it happen. For Algier, Huntley, all those guys who coming off the bench playing in the backfield now, the guys up front, we've been saying this for years on this show at 100 Yards of Football. If you win in the trenches, you're going to win most games. And at the line of scrimmage on offense, we're truly winning week in, week out. And everybody said, well, we need a quarterback new the quarterback. He winning. You know, he's playing within himself. And here's what I like about Marcus Merrill. He's got a 59.2 QBR. He's completed 61% of his passes. He's thrown for right at 1,000 yards, 1,055, six touchdowns. Now, when you look at Joe Burrow, you know what Joe Burrow brings to the table, right? He's a first-round pick. They're going to throw the ball with Joe. That's what they do right? That's what they do, all right? But, you know, I like what Marcus is doing because what we're doing, we're managing the game. We're running the ball, we throw when we have to. And he's got the ability, we saw it last Sunday, we've already known it, that Marcus can hurt you with, with his what? Feet. With his feet. With his feet. You better have, listen, on defense, you better have, you better have somebody to hold him accountable. Because if he get out of there, he can hurt you, move the chain, score touchdowns. Now, so we're right there right now playing that kind of brand of football, playing the same kind of football, Vincent, that back in 1981, 83, 87, 91, 92, that the Washington Redskins was playing. And winning Super Bowls. We call it smash mouth football. So this game, in my opinion, Vincent, has nothing to do with the Cincinnati Bengals. It has everything to do with what we are doing. If we can continue to do what we're doing on offense, run the football, and at the end of the game, when we look at the time possession clock, we have, pos- we, we put it this way, we're winning that. If we can win the time possession, that that stat right there alone will tell you who can win who, who's winning football games. Who's never possessing the clock is gonna win. And so I like I, I like the opportunity we got going up here up at up in Cincinnati. It's gonna be a chilly day, right? It's gonna be suited for them. And I think another thing about them, you know, they they played in the Super Bowl last year, you know. They think they're supposed to do that, but you know what? We hungry. And I like where Arthur Smith got our team right now. I'm happy. Uh, Vincent, I'm excited. I can't wait to be there. I think some of us are going to be there up close and personal this week. Vincent, let's take a road trip together, you and I. Can we take a road trip to Cincinnati? Do you you have all of your schedule on Saturday? Uh,
0: All I'm going to say is I'll be, you know, I can make arrangements and all I think of. When I think about Cincinnati, I think about. Them brothers back in the day, mm. they had um, a song called "Climbing, Climbing Up the Ladder." The Ashley's. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm gonna say this about the Atlanta Falcons. See, when God is in this plan, as God people, you look at Arthur Smith, and I'm gonna say this. He took the job. I heard a lot of things from the media, entitlement, because his father's ran a successful company, FedEx. How did he move up to change so fast? But I know something, him being from the 901, and he's referenced to Memphis several times, is that coming to you on a dusty road, good loving, I got a good truckload. When I get you, I'm a to get, I got something. So don't worry. Listen to the words right there. Don't worry. Don't worry. Now I'm going to come to you with this. He said that. He came here last year, Bobby. He won seven games. Mm-hmm. With the talent he had. That's right. Mm-hmm. With a banged up off. Well, some people say not a good offensive line. Mm-hmm. And a quarterback, no disrespect to Matt Ryan, that could not really move in the pocket. Right. Mm-hmm. So what does he do? They try to go out get Deshaun Watson. They make Matt Ryan upset, I guess. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan leaves. He goes get Marcus Mariota. But he had a plan. Mm-hmm. Let me get a quarterback that can move in the pocket.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Hurt you with his legs. Mm-hmm. Let me buff. Let me let me buff the offensive line up a little more. Mm-hmm then let me draft people that I like. See, I hate to bring this up one more time, but I'm gonna bring it up every show. There's somebody over there who was one for seven (laughs) in the Sugar Bowl when Georgia won the national championship. I remember your words, your initials are BB. You said the Falcons will be four and 13 after the New York Jets exhibition game. And you still killing the Falcons. But it was hard for you to say something about that young man out of Montana State, Troy Anderson, that had 14 tackles. As we know it, he was
2: bowling.
0: (laughs) I love this football team, man. They ain't asking nobody. They're not trying to be on no, no, I want to be a pretty boy look they playing hard nosed football back in the day when you was at Florida State. Mm-hmm. When y'all was busting Billy Sims' head in the Orange Bowl. Y'all was taking care of Dan Marino, Mark Maine. Mm-hmm. When y'all went down to LSU and shocked the world your junior year. Then back during our time when I was in Arkansas, Gay Rivera, Eric Dickerson, Craig Gaines, Gary Anderson. It's Michael Terry Kenneth Sims, <laughs> Hugh Green, Ricky yeah. Jackson, That's and right. something called old school football. That's right. <laughs> We're going to line it up and bust you in your mouth. <laughs> the Falcons are doing that. There you go. And I saw some on social media, Bobby. Chris Sims, Phil Sims' baby son at NBC.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He said, you know what? The Atlanta Falcons might be the Cincinnati Bingos this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all better take up notice. Mm-hmm. This is the key step, what I love, because, see, me and this gentleman, he played a game at a high level. Not father, but we from the same era. You're mm-hmm. older than me, Mr. Butler. And we know old school football. The Earl Campbells. The OJ Simpsons. <laughs> the Willie Allisons, yes, The Archie Griffins. <laughs> the Greg Allens. Yes, sir. It's simple. It's old school, old school football. And they bring it into this era. And that young man from the 901. Arthur Smith. I even heard of, you know who you are? You two head guys to be on from 11 to 2. One of the guys saying that Arthur Smith sound like he from Wisconsin. <laughs> but he's from Memphis. So what are you trying to throw? A shot? Oh, my gosh. But at the end of the day, and and, and by the way, too, going back to – Got it went one for seven in the sugar bowl in 81. He was ballistic when the when the Falcons took Drake London. <laughs> he almost lost his mind. He said he should have took Charles Cross.
2: Hmm.
0: But last week, Drake London had three receptions for 40 yards.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He's doing everything. California, yay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> now The Falcons at three and three, not everybody said, why Kyle Pitts is not getting the ball? Mm -hmm. He got only one touchdown. See, I'm going to say it again. Smiling faces, (laughs) the pat on the back, jealousy. (laughs) They went in, man. They went in, man. They tied for first place. (laughs) Mr. Butler, let me ask you something. Uh huh. What makes the National Football League so great? Every game counts every week. Mm -hmm. So it don't matter if your star player catching one touchdown.
2: There you go, Vincent.
0: What's the most important thing, Mr. Butler? It's the win. I'm asking you because you played at a high level. See, it's the W. Okay. See, I want y'all to listen to this. See one for seven in the sugar bowl. You two ballhead guys. See, he played at a high level, so I would take his opinion over anybody. It don't matter. It don't matter if Cal Pitts got one touchdown. The Falcons are in first place, baby.
2: That's it. That's it. Rise up, rise up, and you
0: know what. I think they're going to beat the Bengals. Because mm-hmm. right now, you look at the NFL, everybody is not built to handle this, this physical presence.
2: There you go, Vincent. There you go. They're not built to handle this. You're preaching good. They ain't got some linebackers like Dick Buckus <laughs> and Singletary, <laughs> Otis Wilson, <Your>
0: <laughs> Weber Marshall, <laughs> Dewey McClain, Keenan <laughs> <Gina laughs> Turner. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They got them linebackers built like that. They're 6'3", 250. Mm -hmm. And my boy Arthur Smith, he's making y'all believe him. Take this one stat. (laughs) That's impressive. Mr. Butler brought it up with Mr. Patterson. But think about this. After six games, the Falcons of rushed about 202 times for
2: 991 yards, 4.9 average. There it is, there it is, listen
0: Not no Josh Allen, <laughs> not no Patrick Mahomes throwing for a lot of yards, but Hawaii 5-0. Hawaii 5-0. Marcus Mariota. <laughs> It's winning games. Exactly. 13 or 14 last week. The ball didn't even hit the ground. <laughs> 129 yards. That's right. Make no bones. The Falcons, they got a tough assignment this week in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. The white John Shaft, Joe Burrow, got 1,600 yards on the year. 12 touchdowns, five and tease. Mm-hmm. Jamal Chase is coming into his own Had 132 mm-hmm. yards,
2: mm-hmm.
0: two touchdowns. When he's on this game, he's the best receiver in the game. There's no mm-hmm. question about it in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to take away this key stat. The Bengals' defense allowed 30 points to the Saints. Mm-hmm. That was missing all of their three first-team receivers. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Mm-hmm. The Falcons are going to come with the power running game. And when you talk about defense, mm-hmm. I know everybody want to talk about Aaron Donald. Everybody wants to talk about, <laughs> Aaron Donald. but I'm sorry. After six games with my eyes, the young man from Conyers, Grady Jarrett has been the best in the game.
2: No doubt. No doubt.
0: Better than Aaron Donald or anybody. He's ascending.
2: No doubt. He got that money and he's bagging it up. That's right. No doubt.
0: In your position, Mm -hmm. boy, they've been playing very well. Mm -hmm. The young man from Mm Westlake. The young man that went to Mm Vanderbilt. The young man from Colorado. Mm -hmm. Isaiah Oliver, (laughs) Emjay Terrell, Uh and Say, hey, what? Yes, sir, let me throw Jalen Hawkins in there. Put
2: him in there. That glove, yeah.
0: that glove in the secondary, that glove. I'm not saying the Atlanta Falcons are not Super Bowl bound and none of that, but the league better take notice.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's something in this water going down in mm-hmm. Falcon Line up mm-hmm. there, Valley Branch. Mm-hmm. You better take notice to Arthur Smith mm-hmm. and Terry Fontenot. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I'm taking the Falcons (laughs) over the Bengals this weekend. Absolutely. Very close game, 20 to 17. Absolutely. And you better be ready for that power game, Cincinnati. I don't think you you built for what's coming.
2: Book your chest, Scrap. Final words
0: from Atlanta and Cincinnati, Mr. Brother Bobby Butler.
2: Well, I, I tell you what, Vincent, what I'm seeing out of the Falcons offense right now it reminds me of something you know it reminds me of the 2018 it was 2018 or 2017 um Dallas Cowboys when Zeke was running the ball controlling the game possessing the yeah, clock right. and they went 13 and 3 on the year you know nobody's run the ball since then they have inverted their offense throwing the ball like crazy right but now I see the Falcons taking this thing up They got the right coach at the right time in the right place for this rebuild. And we're building things the right way from a a play calling standpoint on offense. You know, it's about what we're doing right now. It's not about what anybody else is doing. If we can continue to run the football like we are running the football, we're going to find ourselves at the end of the year in a really good position to play some extra football. And that's all we want to see here in Atlanta. We want to see our team develop, grow with what, with what we have. See, a lot of people, a lot of people, want to always save, Vincent. When you're rebuilding, we're expecting to lose. Well, I, I, I disagree. I disagree. When we're rebuilding. We're trying to win. We're not trying to throw games to get another draft pick next year. We, we, we plan to win now. With what we have. Arthur Smith, kudos to you. You're doing a great job. I, I'm supporting you. I, I, You got my backing all the way. Continue to do what you're doing. I like the Falcons this weekend 24-17 in Cincinnati.
0: My final words, what the Atlanta Falcons are doing, I never imagined at 62 years old that we will go back to old school football where you line them up, punch people in the mouth, and run that ball. Mm-hmm. And I go back. In a day when I was like 24 years old, and I was the guy that liked to go to the clubs, disco was big back in the day. And back then, to be in the club and dancing, you had to be at a high level. What I mean by that, you had to really know what you was doing. So <laughs> it was a song called Radioactive by Royal Class. Let's jam, Radioactive, let's jam. So now when I look at that, back then, power football was like the running game. Let's jam throughout our history. Right. See what the Falcons are doing. is Leroy Kelly. Leroy Kelly. Larry Zonka. Larry Zonka. Larry Brown. Larry, Larry Brown. OJ Simpson. The Jews. Walter Payton. Walter oh, Sweetness. Earl Campbell. The meanest and baddest. Eric Dickerson, SMU. The sweetest. Emmett Smith. I have fun to do that, but I am to upset you. I can't do that. The great one, though. The great one. Terrell Davis, the monster, Curtis Martin, the slick one, Sean Alexander, what can I say? Latamian Thomason, the real deal, Adrian Peterson, Mr. Mr. Nightmare, running the football, power, power, football. And of course, let me end it with this and what the Falcons are doing. The gentleman from St. Simon's Island. The Dirty Duds in 1966. <laughs> Cleveland Browns. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. That's right. The Falcons have got a good football team, man. I'm proud of the organization. Proud of you, Brother Butler, for being with them and you being a former player. They play an old school football, I'm sorry. We don't have to go around here like you other people out there and make up, try to invent certain Schemes and philosophies that need to do this—they're winning football games, man. Absolutely. The bottom line, they're in first place. Hey. Bottom line, hey, hey. I don't know where it's going after three and three, but I know this: if I'm an NFL team, I don't want the Falcons on my schedule. I don't want to
2: see you. <laughs> Thank you. You might get some hurt, words, brother. Final words, brother Butler. Well, I, I like what you said. You don't want to see them because you might get hurt. You know, because they play a physical ball game. You, you know, they play physical football. And so um, and when you're playing physical football, bodies are going to be laid out sooner or later.
0: If you liked the video today, please come in and share. We'll surely appreciate it here at 100 Yards of Football. Special thanks to our producer, Mr. Logan Landers, for making it happen this morning here on 100 yeah. Yards of Football. And Jordan Falcons, if you're an Atlanta Falcons fan, and if you're part of the media, stop being negative. Rise up, bring heard. the glory back to the Mercedes Benz Dome. Right. It's Falcons time, yes. they playing simple football here. Hard nose. I'm gonna punch you in your mouth, and all I can say is, smiling face, <laughs> beware of the, be be of the- <laughs> Thank you. All right, man, peace.
1: Let's find out what Mr. Football Vincent Turner has to say about the next.
0: Game preview. Welcome to 100 Yards of Football. It's my NFL game preview. The Dallas Cowboys taking on the Detroit Lions. If you liked the video today, please come in and share it. I surely appreciate it here at 100 Yards Football. Special thanks to my producer, Mr. Logan Landers, for making it happen this morning here on 100 Yards Football. The Dallas Cowboys, Detroit Lions. I'm going to start with the Detroit Lions. Let me say this about Detroit. I really like their head coach, Dan Campbell. I really do. I really enjoyed Hard Knocks with the Lions being the team that they highlighted this season. When you look at Detroit, Detroit is one of those organizations. Man, they've had some great football players. Len Barney, Dick LeBeau, Alex Karras, Kevin Johnson, Billy Sims, Dick Night Train Lane, Mel Farr. But it's always something that's kept them from getting over the top. And when you look at their organization, I really thought the Lions would be a team that wouldn't be one and four at this present time. Jared Goff has played pretty good football for him this year. Young man that came over from the Rams in a trade, thirteen hundred fifty-five yards, eleven touchdowns, four interceptions. You can't get no better than that. Aiden Hutchinson has been everything we talked about: fourteen tackles on the year, three sacks on the defensive side. They're getting DeAndre Swift back who's got over 231 yards he's coming back off the injury list and dj chalk that's averaging almost 14 yards a catch but the thing that's hurt the lines they last in defense and you know what motown it's not going to be re- they're not they're not they're restless and they're tired of losing and i'm really hoping dan campbell because i really think he's got a good coaching staff that he can hang on, and win some football games. The Lions can score points, but they can't stop nobody. Now, let's move over to the beloved Dallas Cowboys. Well, watch the Cowboys on last Sunday night. One of the most anticipated games on the season. The Philadelphia Eagles, I want to give kudos to them. They're undefeated right now, and right now they are the best team in the National Football League. And what I took for granted with the Eagles is that they still have a Super Bowl-type defense. The young man, Mr. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, is a very special player. The two corners they have, James Bradbury and Darius Slay, are very special players. Fletcher Cox is still doing his thing, and the monster in the middle, Jordan Davis, played very well. Then most of all, Jalen Hurts didn't have a real good game. He had only 155 yards, and I didn't think he hurt Dallas that much. But the biggest guy that's really been a clean to the Eagles being that team is AJ Brown. He the one that killed Dallas last week. Five receptions, six or seven yards, 13 yards but he's a handful on the outside from Stockville, Mississippi. And I tell you all the time, some in the water, in Mississippi, Morgan Freeman, James Earl Jones. Jimmy Buffett, B.B. King, Elvis Presley. I don't have to say no more. Walter Payton, Jerry Rice, greatness. Not to my Cowboys. Defensively, I thought the Cowboys played very well, granted the circumstances. I didn't see no play on the defensive side, not take one playoff. Demarcus Lawrence. Malik Hooker, Donovan Wilson. And I know a lot of people want to make a real big, big thing out of Michael Parsons and have no tackles, but he was a presence out there. But the offense, Ezekiel Elliott, I thought played real well, man. 81 yards rushing, came alive in that third and fourth quarter in the second half. Tony Pollard came alive cd lamb i thought played really well, six eight yards he averaged 13 yards to catch but i guarantee you this and i promise you this the experiment is over cooper rush as the great dennis green showed you who he was a back up and i was crazy even myself I was drinking the Kool-Aid. I needed to be have my head examined. 18-38, 181 yards, four yards of completion, and three interceptions. And back-to-back interceptions in the second quarter, which I think was really the ball game. Really spotted Philadelphia 20 points in the game. So I want to apologize to my fans and listeners here today on 100 you because I really thought Cooper Rush could replace Dak Prescott. But the Cowboys, in order to be in this playoff tournament and go a step forward, Dak Prescott has to be healthy and playing at a high level. But Cooper Rush shows the nation When it's against a team that has Super Bowl aspirations, he's not the guy. Choke under pressure. He's not a warrior, come out to play, he's not that. And Jerry Jones, don't put that in the media no more, my brother, Arkansas finest Razorback, the greatest owner in professional sports. Dallas and Detroit. You got a Detroit Lions team. Let's make no, no bones. They're one and four. They're going to be playing for Dan Campbell's job. Mr. Campbell is on the hot seat. Like the Ohio players, fire. The Cowboys, in order to continue to keep in the NFC and in this race, you're two games behind the Eagles now as far as being in the playoff tournament. And one game behind the Giants in the NFC East. This is a huge football game. Huge football game for you, Dak Prescott. But I expect the Cowboys to bounce back. Cowboys twenty-seven, the Lions seventeen.
1: Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time: this show is presented by Bet
0: Online. If you like the video today, please come and share. it. we will surely appreciate hearing one of the Yards football. Special thanks to my producer, Mr. Logan Landers. Hey, hey, hey. We found out one thing on Sunday night. Cooper Rush is not the answer. In big football games, when the money is on the line, bright lights, big city. Not you, Cooper Rush.
1: we are 100 yards of football sports talk radio on the believe podcast network